Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am, but Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Back to Macabre London's Abhorrent Advent Calendar. As you'll be aware if you already joined me for the past five episodes, I'm counting down the days until Christmas, but not in the usual joyful way you may expect. Instead, I'll be telling you 24 gruesome stories until we hit Christmas Day, when you'll receive a full-length episode of Macabre London as your hideous Christmas present from me to you. In episode five, we learned about the terrifying tradition of Krampus, and how he's a real modern-day terror in the Alps. After the peril of yesterday, I thought we should calm things down a notch, and let you in on a few secrets about the big man himself. Today is St Nicholas Day, a time for presents and joy for children. However, it's not going to be all sweetness and light, as there are a few dark tales to be told. Join me as we open door number six, and discover the history of St Nicholas. When you think of Santa, the instant image that springs to mind is the jolly old man in the red suit, with the big white beard. The origins of this Christmas stalwart couldn't be further from the jazzed-up shiny version that we have today. Our modern-day Santa is derived from St Nicholas, a 4th century Christian saint. Known for being the patron saint of pretty much anything and everything, including repentant thieves, merchants, wolves students and sex workers, just to name a few. Also on that list was children, and over the subsequent centuries, this has become the one that's really stuck to Nicholas's legacy. Not a lot is known factually about Nicholas, 
Many of the legends that have grown up around his name are highly doubtful, being that he wasn't even really written about until 200 years after his death. Over those 200 years, the stories told about him would have changed significantly, and as such, we have to take any legends about him with a huge pinch of salt. St Nicholas was born in ancient Greece, and as a result of his parents dying fairly early on in his life, he was brought into the church to serve in the priesthood at a surprisingly young age. His uncle, who was the Bishop of Myra at the time, decided to give Nicholas the job in order to keep him protected and off the streets. Nicholas's parents left behind a reasonable amount of money, and as an only child he inherited it all. Instead of keeping the money for himself, Nicholas distributed the money around the town to the less fortunate. This led him down a path of righteousness, but he also knew what it was like to suffer through hardships himself, something which many privileged people in the church didn't have any first-hand experience of. This led him to becoming compassionate to others' struggles, giving him the foresight to help people when they needed it. Amongst many other trials and tribulations, Nicholas fought against paganism, and it's said that when the Temple of Artemis in Turkey, one of the seven wonders of the world, was destroyed in 401 by angry looters, he played a part in whipping up the crowd into a frenzy and encouraging them to tear down the building. Another legend says that a poor father who had lost everything went to St Nicholas and told him that his daughters were soon to be sold to a brothel so they could all survive. On hearing the news, St Nicholas dropped a bag of gold coins through their window every night until they had enough to form a dowry for the daughters to be married, which is where the origin of the gift-giving comes from. St Nicholas also allegedly resurrected three boys who had been murdered, pickled in brine, and whose bodies were about to be sold as pork by a butcher. I'm not quite sure which part of the Santa Claus legend this relates to, but I thought it was too gruesome of a legend to leave out, to be honest. Anyway, back to the creation of the myth, though. St Nicholas is also said to have slapped notorious heretic Urius in the face during a Nicaea council meeting, and for that he was jailed, but afterwards everyone agreed it was the right thing to do. When three young soldiers found themselves at risk of execution for crimes they didn't commit, St Nicholas stood up for them and managed to overturn their conviction, saving the three men, thus finding out who's naughty or nice. This all still sounds quite a way off from the American version of Santa we all know and love today. And you'd be correct in thinking, we're not quite there yet. Over the years, St Nicholas evolved into Sinterklaas, who was a Dutch paganised version of the saint. The Dutch created a festival around the saint and celebrated his death day, the 6th of December, slowly turning it into a gift-giving festival to recognise his benevolence. The arrival of Sinterklaas is still a yearly event, which is televised as St Nick arrives on a boat in a port somewhere in the Netherlands or in Antwerp in Belgium. Before the reindeer were a thing, St Nick would ride around on a white horse, going from house to house, delivering little presents for the children. Kids would leave their shoes out by the fire and leave a gift for Sinterklaas's horse stuffed inside them, such as an apple, a carrot, or some hay, and a bowl of water to make sure he had a drink to wash it down with. In return, kids could expect to receive pastries stuffed inside their shoes, or if they were really lucky, a large chocolate letter for the first letter of their name. If the children were bad, then they could expect a gift from Sinterklaas's friend, Swarter Pete, which translates as Black Pete, but as that's a tradition the Netherlands is trying to stop, and rightly so, I'm not going to talk about it any more here, or to pay it any more mind. Fast forward a few hundred years, and the Americanized Santa blossomed as a result of two men from New York. But, 
I think I might just save that story for another door. Thank you for joining me for door number six of the macabre London Abhorrent Advent Calendar. This is just a taster of the legend of St Nicholas, so if you want to find out more, as usual, I'll leave a list of my sources below so you can check out more info if you're so inclined. I'll be back tomorrow with door number seven, so make sure you join me then. Please like, comment, rate, review and subscribe on whatever platform you're enjoying this on, and come and say hi on my social media. If you'd like to help support the show, then you can do so by signing up to our Patreon, buying a gift from the Amazon wishlist, or making a one-off donation via the ACAST supporter link. The links for all of these are in the show notes and the description. Thanks for joining me, I've been Nikki Drees, and I'll see you for door number 7 tomorrow. It's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.